Welcome to The Extra, the show that connects you with the topics, people, and issues that are important to you. And as we make our way through this first week of the new year, uh, there's a little bit of letdown following the holidays. Uh, But for businesses that depend on that season so much in terms of generating revenue, it's an important time to take stock and to find out what went right and maybe where things could be improved. And in our downtown area, certainly this area has been uh, a focus of efforts to uh, bolster it during the past couple of years of pandemic uh, closures and isolation orders. And so uh, really this felt like it was really the first season, the first post-pandemic Christmas season that our downtown area has seen. So joining us to talk more and take stock with us uh, about this issue, Director of Marketing and Communications at Downtown Partnership, Carrie Simison. And Carrie, thank you so much for joining us here on The Extra. Good morning. Thanks for having me. You bet. I, I think I mispronounced your last name. Can you say it for us again? Oh, I nailed it. Yay. You you were right on. (laughs) All right. So, so Carrie, uh, to me, it felt like this was the first post-pandemic year when downtown businesses were really able to uh, pull out all the stops and do what they could to attract shoppers, to attract uh, commerce. How do you feel overall downtown did? I mean, it, downtown was buzzing during the holiday seasons. Our our retailers went all out to welcome folks downtown, and every event that we held to bring folks from you know all over the city into downtown seemed to really help fill the the streets and the stores with with people that really wanted to be out and be in public and and you know engage with each other and engage with our businesses again. So um, it felt energized and you know we haven't seen specific numbers yet it's a little bit too close still to the holiday season but anecdotally if you hung out downtown you know from small business saturday through the through the christmas shopping season there were a ton of people around eating and drinking and shopping and skating and we had some really awesome weather in there so every time you went past that acacia park um, playground that was new this year. It was full of kids, even in the middle of December. So the energy felt really good downtown, and we're hoping it translated into, um, you know, a successful shopping season to to get retailers through what can potentially be a January slump. Mm. Now, I know you uh, may not know all that was done uh, over the past couple of years of the pandemic to bolster those downtown businesses, but can you tell us some of the measures that had been done uh, in, in the prior two seasons, I guess, so going back uh, all three years. Uh, can you tell us what uh, some of the efforts that were done and and whether any of those carried over? Because I know, like, some people really like the outdoor dining. <laughs> so, um, you know, during the heart of the pandemic, um, I, and I, I wasn't with the partnership at the time, but I was definitely a, a shopper and eater and drinker downtown. Um, I think it was the city that helped put in those parklets outside, you know, on Tejon, outside of all the businesses to um, to make sure that people could dine on site once we were able to do that again. And you see several businesses, you know, some that have always had patios, um, but keep those going through the winter, keep the 
the heaters on site. So the folks that, you know, whether they still are a little bit a little bit nervous about dining inside or just really like to enjoy what we've got here in Colorado, you know, great views and usually pretty great weather to be able to spend that time outside. So while most of the parklets have, you know, have gone away from being permanent, you do still see um, the shop or the restaurants have outdoor dining. And then all through the shopping season, various uh, retailers on Tejon would have little pop-up shops outside of their businesses. So we did in September, which of course goes a ways back, um, you know, sidewalk sales through the entire month. And even during the holiday season, like outside of Pikes Peak Lemonade, um, sometimes they'd have a cupcake pop-up shop and a lot of the other, um, you know, boutiques and stuff would have sales racks outside. So really just taking advantage of the space they could outside of, of their businesses, whether that's, you know, to, to entice people inside to let people do some outdoor shopping or just to remind people that, you know, you don't have to necessarily be in the heart of a store to to see what's going on. Now, I was following uh, the downtown uh, shuttle bus uh, that they have. What what they decide to call it? The the Zeb. The uh, Zeb, like Zebulon Pike. Yeah, zero Zebulon. Sorry about that. Zebulon Pike, and um, eventually all of them will be electric, so there'll be uh, zero emission buses. Ah, so little double on top. And so that was new this year, right? And and that felt good, you know, that people could make their way if they uh, happened to come into town for maybe a game at uh, Robeson Arena. They could travel downtown and get some drinks and come back and, and make it in time for the game. Yeah, the Zeb has really been awesome. So it's got a route that stops, that comes around every seven to ten minutes. So you're never really waiting long, no matter which stop you're at. And it goes all the way from Robeson Arena down to the Switchback Stadium. So you can ride that shuttle up and down through downtown. You can park once, and about every block or two, you can get off. So you can shop the day away, eat, dine the day away, drink the day away, and like you said, still get to a game at one of one of the stadiums um, and really not have to get up in and out of your car and look for parking or um you know, deal with anything like that. It's really been a great addition to downtown and total bonus is 100% free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think it's a disincentive when people need to, you know, move like maybe seven blocks, uh, you know, or maybe 10 blocks and they have to move their cars and it's a disincentive. You, you kind of go through the mental arithmetic. Well, is it really worth it? I do want to go and pick up something at one of these stores or I do want to. And when you have the Zeb, it, it takes that mental arithmetic you're doing, that mental weighing of whether it's worth it, it takes it out of the the equation completely because you can just hop on and hop off yep it's awesome you do that with walking too you're like okay i'll walk three <laughs> blocks but do i really want to walk five blocks right at the end that's <laughs> 10 blocks so yeah whether it's moving a car or just deciding like is it too far for me to go down to that restaurant or that bar or that shop um, when you can hop on the zip uh, it makes it a lot easier plus if you end up with a bunch of shopping bags you know you don't end up wearing yourself out by carrying them back to your car you can just ride the zip with them and, and the Zeb's going year-round, right? It's not just a holiday thing? Yeah, year-round. So um, there are a couple more stops that will still be added as a lot of the residential um, stuff gets filled in. But that's a year-round a year round free shuttle for downtown. And if you um, head over to downtowncs.com, we've got a map 
there that shows the route on it. But basically, you can go up and down Tejon, and then it does jut off to a couple of the side streets, but it makes it really easy to get from the north to the south end um, without much weight at all. Well, Carrie, we need to take a break here. But when we come back, we're going to talk about the reasons why it's important that our community considers shopping downtown, making that a priority, how it actually is reflected back in tax revenues to all of us. And then also, uh, I want to ask about uh, that wonderful uh, skating park at Acacia Park and and how that went this year, in addition to a lot of the other issues that are facing uh, the downtown area, trying to make that just as vibrant as it can be. Uh, plus, let's talk about Adam and Alley. Why not? Let's throw that oh, into the yeah. mix. Yeah, very fun. Okay, we need to take a break. We'll be back with more of the extra. We're back with the extra and our focus today is on downtown Colorado Springs and specifically how the business community uh, did during the holidays, how they did during 2022 and how the future is looking as we uh, try to suss out that outlook for 2023. Joining us today, Director of Marketing and Communications at the Downtown Partnership, Carrie Simison. And Carrie, uh, why is it, do you think, more important uh, for people to consider shopping downtown than it is in other places? Well, downtown is really the heart of any city, and that definitely holds true here in Colorado Springs. And over 90% of the businesses, the street-level shops in downtown Colorado Springs are locally owned and operated. So these businesses are run by your neighbors, your friends, and when you're shopping, when you're shopping with them, these are the people that, that you see around the corner, that you see in, in line at the grocery store with you. Um, it really is Colorado Springs in a nutshell. Um, and it doesn't only help, you know, the business that you're shopping at. When you shop local, which is what most of downtown Colorado Springs is, you're helping, um, you're helping not just support that shop, but you're helping with the services that we all need, like schools and parks and roads and, and the tax money that, that really we need to keep the whole community vibrant. Right. I, I, I heard one statistic that 70% of each dollar stays in Colorado Springs when you're talking about locally owned businesses. Is that correct? That is absolutely correct. Yep. 70% um, stays right here in the community when you shop at locally owned restaurants and, and shops compared to when you shop at a chain. Um, 60% of that immediately leaves the community. So it really does make a difference um, on supporting the whole community when you shop local. Mm. This past holiday season, there was something called the Downtown Pass. How did that work out? Yeah, that's actually something we've decided to keep around year-round because it's been so awesome. So the um, Discover Downtown Pass is a um, a free app that you can download to your smartphone, which almost everyone has these days. So it's discounts at your fingertips and not just discounts. We know, you know, everyone's looking for a way to, to stretch their money, but what the down, Discover Downtown Pass does is really let you check out places you probably haven't been before by enticing you with something kind of special. So that's a pass that again, if you visit downtowncs.com and click on the Discover Downtown Pass, you can see everything from the shops, from the restaurants, from the bars, from the hotels, from the spas, and what they offer. And sometimes it's like a free appetizer with your meal. Sometimes it's 20% off your purchase. Um, There's some really cool hidden gems in there. So we definitely suggest you check that out. 
And it might make you decide to come downtown and, you know, check out this restaurant that you've heard about from your friends or you've seen an ad for and, you know, because you they're kind of giving you a, a teaser on what to check out. It gives you a reason to, to go there instead of someplace else. But mm. yeah, that's something we're going to keep around full time. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Well, something that made a repeat appearance that we love is the uh, skating rink at Acacia Park. Uh, so much fun. And uh, I even bought my own pair of ice skates. Uh, not that the rentals are, you know, they're, they're wonderful, but uh, I just wanted to have my own pair of skates to go down there. And it's so much fun. Fun, especially on a sunny day oh my gosh we just love it was the 10th anniversary this year for skate in the park and that is brought to us every year by academy bank so we're really grateful to have them as our head sponsor um and it goes through the end of january so you still have the whole rest of this month to skate Woo. and this week <laughs> some super cool things coming up so this saturday january 7th from 4 to 6 p.m. is um, National Ice Skating Day. So skating is for everyone, and this is actually brought to you by USA Figure Skating. And if you decide to come down um, between 4 and 6 on Saturday, A, you'll get a dollar off your your admission, and that does include your skates. And um, three athletes from USA Figure Skating are actually going to be on site. So we'll have uh, Logan Hagase Chen. I hope I said that right. Um, And then the doubles. Uh, skaters Naomi Williams and Lachlan Luer will be there. So right at 4 o'clock, they're going to do a demo for anyone that's on site and then hang around for a meet and greet from 4 to 6. So if you happen to be a figure skating fan and um, any of these athletes are kind of your heroes, we definitely recommend you come down to check them out. And then Sunday, if you come down between 1 and 3, you get to skate with the Colorado college tigers hockey team so this weekend at skate in the park is just like mind-bogglingly fun oh boy and those cc tigers i mean they have uh a goaltender who's been nominated for i don't know some big award just this uh it came in this week so uh yeah you could be skating with some greats there uh so some fun times on the ice and why don't you give everyone the hours again and what the costs are Absolutely. So Saturday, the USA Figure Skating and the athletes, that's Saturday, January 7th from 4 to 6. Um, admission is $10, and that does include your skates. But if you show up between 4 to 6 uh, this Saturday, you do get a dollar off. And then Sunday from 1 to 3 is the skate with the Colorado College Tigers. And if you want updates on any of the schedule for the rest of the year, if you go to downtowncs.com slash skate. That's where we've got everything that's upcoming, um, info about any closures for weather, all the details about skating in the park at Acacia Park. Right, right. Fantastic. And and how did those uh, skates go that you had? I think you were having some uh, uh, mascots or characters show up, like Olaf was going to be there from uh, Frozen and things. How did the kids like those? That was awesome. So, um we were actually just outside the skate rink with those guys, and it was one of the Saturdays during the holiday season. We had Santa, the Grinch, Elsa, Olaf, and Buddy the Elf. <laughs> Buddy was all over the playground. I, we thought he was going to get stuck up there. Um, but it was a skating event going on, learn to skate. All of those characters were in the park, and it was just happy, smiling, squealing kids everywhere. And 
talk about adding to the joy of holiday season. Yeah, I, I, I just I wish my daughter were young again to take her to something like that. Because uh, although my daughter was one of the shy ones, she would kind of hide behind my legs. But I know a lot of the kids just lap it up. They just love getting up close and personal with the characters, don't they? Oh my gosh! And it wasn't even just the kids. We had a couple come down specifically to meet Buddy the Elf, and they brought plates and spaghetti and maple syrup. No way! So if you're familiar? With <laughs> yes. Me, uh, they came down to have a, a photo op with him, and it was pretty awesome. So uh, some things you just never grow out of. Oh, for those who don't understand the joke, so in the movie Elf, Buddy loves because this is what they serve up at the North Pole. What is it? The the four food groups. Candy, candy corn, candy canes, and spaghetti with syrup on it. So anyway, that's I think I think I'm quoting it correctly. All right, well we need to take another break here. Carrie Simison is our guest today. When we come back, uh, let's talk about some of the other uh, things going on, in, including that Adaman Alley uh, that has added a new facet to downtown. We want to talk about that and more. You're listening to the Extra on KRDO News Radio. We're back with our second half hour of the extra. We're talking about things going on downtown with Carrie Simison with the Downtown Partnership. And Carrie, uh, tell us about Adaman Alley. Absolutely. So if you've been in Colorado Springs over in New Year's, um, you've seen likely the fireworks from the top of Pikes Peak. And fortunately this year it was clear enough where you could see the fireworks. So the folks that light those off are called the Adaman Club. And this year they celebrated their 100th anniversary of doing that. And they wanted to figure out a way to to long-term permanently honor the club and celebrate this anniversary. So they have been working with us for the past two years planning this alley. So Adaman Alley is located downtown between um, Tejon Street on the west and Nevada Avenue on the east, Pikes Peak to the north and Colorado Avenue to the south. So it's basically a T-shaped section of alleys. And it is now full of public art and light art and historical information about the Adaman Club. Um, and it's just one of the coolest things you can you can see. So we had the grand opening last week on a rainy day. Um, but if you come on downtown, it's open all the time. And there's this big, giant arch on the Tejon side that's got, um, it's a big metal arch that says Adamant Alley, and it's got figures hiking over it. And then once you walk into the alley, there's pavement art with a representation of what Bar Trail looks like going up the mountain. There are murals on the sides of different buildings by Elmac, um, Kim Carlino, uh, Fixer Studio here in town, Zane Prater. Some of them are, are the figures actually climbing. This piece by Elmac is a giant mural of a child's face. And during the day, it's this, this mostly black and white mural. And once the sun goes down, it's highlighted with um, lit up projection art by George Berlin. So if you are in the alley after dark, behind this this child's face, you'll see fireworks going off and projections of different flora and fauna from the area. Um, it's just it's it's hard to explain the the vastness of what's going on in this alley. Um, 
And so once you come down and wander through, there's uh, the, we call it the breezeway that comes off Pikes Peak Avenue and goes um, through to Hoffa Adai, the little restaurant that's tucked in the back there. Both walls there from floor to ceiling, it's like walking through a forest. Um, it's, it's actual photographs, giant-sized photographs of trees that you would find on your hike up Pikes Peak. Um, so, and besides all the art there, this alley had some of the oldest utilities in the entire city. And so uh, CS Utilities went in and replaced, replaced that. This is the not sexy part, but the most important part almost. Replaced all the utilities. And where that used to be an alley, you know, it's all the restaurants around there. So every single restaurant had a trash can and a recycling bin behind it. They were able to consolidate all of those into just a handful of, of compactors and so when you walk through this alley not only is it gorgeous you don't smell any trash from the any of the trash cans back there because it's all consolidated the pavement is painted with all of this cool um, texture and colored concrete and imprints of foliage um, it's just like nothing I've ever seen before and it's so much fun to be down there with the club and all the supporters and sponsors and check out all of the different sculptures and murals and just celebrate what the Ataman Club's been doing for 100 years. Right, and continuing the tradition of Colorado Springs being a place for public art. I mean, it really is, and this just adds to it. Absolutely. Yeah, we had, a, it was an original idea between um, one of our former employees, Claire Swinford, and the Adaman Club and the Pioneers Museum. And when Claire moved on, she handed the project off to um, two of our other employees here, Chelsea Gondak and Michelle Winchell. So they have been working with the artists, with the club, with utilities, with everyone for the past like six months, you know, down and dirty for it to get this all up and going. The only piece that's still missing should be up in the next, hopefully, just three or four weeks. And that's over that archway that I was telling you about that you can see from Tejon. Mm -hmm. Eventually, that will have LED lights above it that can change to, again, once it's dark, you'll see fireworks and different light displays oh. over that. So that's the only piece that still hasn't um, been up and going, but it's kind of one of the most visual ones you'll see as you're walking or driving by on, on Tejon. Interesting. I envision, you know, uh, the kids, uh, you know, w when they're trying to get uh, pictures, like, for instance, in Paris, the Eiffel Tower, when the fireworks are going off, that's a big thing. And I, I can envision, you know, uh, people, you know, going there, flocking there, really, for that perfect Instagram shot. It'll just be such a showcase for Colorado Springs. Um, let's talk about, uh, in addition to that being basically something to come down the pike, what else? is in the future for the downtown area it's just wild what's still going on down here so um you think of december you know really being the time where you're just kind of focusing on let's get the holiday shopping done let's wrap up the year we had six new businesses open in the last two weeks downtown so it wasn't slowing down for anyone so if you haven't been downtown say in the last month you will find that we've got a new um, fusion taco place called Zocalo opened, um, Tostique, which is a bre light breakfast lunch place with, you know, gourmet toast, acai bowls, fruit smoothies, etc. Um, Stir Coffee and Cocktails has been 
kind of a staple over in the Patty Jewett neighborhood, and they opened a second location downtown. We have our first skateboard shop downtown called Mountainside Skate Shop, um, another barber shop called Art of Fades, and then if you've been down here and had tacos at Dos Santos, they have a sister location called Dos Dos that's opened up, and they're known more for their burritos and um, and full bar there. So while everyone else was focusing on just getting through Christmas and the New Year, we had six new businesses open up downtown that are ready to jump into 2023 and bring some new stuff down here. So we've got that going on. And then we're sneaking right up on First Friday. So um, something both downtown, the West Side, and Manitou Springs all do are First Fridays, which is, of course, the first Friday of each month, generally from about 5 to 9 p.m. All of the galleries feature entertainment and uh, new art shows or openings where they're really highlighting you know, a new artist for the month. So if you head downtown this Friday, there's a ton of new stuff going on at, at all of our galleries. Um, and a little farther out, another way we're celebrating the February 1st Friday is with a hot chocolate hop. So as usual, the galleries will have new openings and there'll be live music and all that kind of stuff. But then we'll have a handful of businesses that are also participating in basically offering you a little hot chocolate sip or bite or slurp um, on this hot chocolate path. So we'll have more information about that as we get closer to February. But just there's never a dull moment. If you head downtown, <laughs> we promise you you'll have a good time. All right. We have much more to come here on The Extra as we continue our conversation for our final segment here with Carrie Simison of the Downtown Partnership talking about downtown Colorado Springs. Don't go away. You're listening to KRDO News Radio. Welcome back to The Extra in our final segment here, speaking to Carrie Simison, uh, who is with the Downtown Partnership, and she joins us now on the KRDO Newsline. And Carrie, uh, there was a big promotion, Shop Local and Win, and that was a way for participants to actually come away uh, in the black. <laughs> Tell us about that. Shop Local, Win Local was an awesome campaign this year. So we had a full month from November 11th through December 11th where Bank of Colorado worked with us to do this campaign. So what happened was every time you spent $50 downtown at a retail shop, and that could have been, you know, $10 at Savory Spice, $10 at Poor Richard's Bookstore, and then $30 over at um, uh, Mountain Standard Goods or something, which equaled out to 50 you could submit your receipts and be entered to win a weekly prize. And that prize was a $250 gift basket put together from downtown shops. So we had 10 different products valued right around uh, 10 bucks a piece, and then a $150 downtown gift card. Um, so... Every week we did a drawing for those, and then we went down to one of the local businesses and did a Facebook Live drawing, so we had four folks win those. And then the grand prize at the end of this all was a $1,000 Visa gift card sponsored by Bank of Colorado, and everything that you submitted from the beginning of the campaign through the end of the campaign gave you another entry towards that, towards each week and then towards that final, um, that final gift card. But we had more than 415 individuals oh participate, and mm -hmm. many of those submitted two, three, Multiple. ten or more mm -hmm. 
multiple exactly. And then the very minimum that that ended up tracking was $75,000. So if somebody submitted a $59 gift card, we were tracking it at, or excuse me, receipt, we were tracking at the $50. If they submitted um, 99 you got one for the $50, but that last $49 didn't count. So it ended up being way more than $75,000 that people spent and, and submitted receipts for. But um, that's what that campaign specifically brought into downtown that we know about as people were trying to win both the really cool gift baskets and that grand prize. Yeah, I mean, it's a great incentive for people to, you know, I think everybody likes a, a little chance at maybe winning back some of the money they spend. Some people, though, <laughs> don't need any enticement to shop downtown. Uh, I know myself, I, I love going down for, you know, unique gifts that I can't find anywhere else, certainly can't find in the malls and such. Oh, my gosh. When I was just uh, visiting some of the retailers to drop off postcards and posters for this campaign, I didn't go with the intention to shop. But as I was out dropping stuff off, I came back with just bags full of stuff. Because once you're in there and you just see what, what's out and about, you can't say no. <laughs> so as we wrap up this holiday season, and it, as you said, there's still much to come because we, we've got uh, still more skate in the park and, and First Friday's coming up. So uh, definitely if folks are interested in those activities, check them out. But what would you say would be the lesson in this first kind of normal post-pandemic Christmas season that we've seen. And, and it really, for, for those retailers and businesses and restaurants and coffee shops, et cetera, et cetera, that made it through, it has to feel like, okay, now we're finally maybe uh, turning back to normal. Yeah, I think, you know, what the pandemic taught us and taught businesses and taught restaurants was, You've got to constantly be creative and be willing to kind of roll with the punches and take some chances. And we've seen some really cool stuff come out of that. I mean, the fact that people were willing to sit out in, you know, 13 degree weather and have a cocktail or have an appetizer or even have a full meal, I think really showed businesses that they can try something out of the ordinary. And if it's fun and they do it well and they support it with good service, people will come back for it. Um, I've noticed down at Track 10, which is uh, one of the restaurants down at the depot, they've put their igloos, igloos back up. So if you want to dine in a lit up igloo, which was one of those things that popped up during the pandemic as kind of a way to let people be, you know, quote unquote, outside, but still stay kind of warm. It was these cool little igloos. But I it love ended the up igloos. Such, <laughs> right? Such a fun, neat, mm -hmm. kind of whimsical experience that it's not something that's gone away. So, um, and it really shows you how creative people can be. Um, and you know what? That makes it a lot more fun. We can all go have a burger anytime we want at home or out, but when you, you get it with a little twist, it, it makes it feel like a special occasion. Yes, it does. All right. So we have just a couple minutes as we're wrapping up here. Uh, before we go, Carrie, why don't you once again give the uh, dates and uh, costs, et cetera, for those upcoming exciting skating events? Awesome. Yes. This Saturday, January 7th from 4 to 6 p.m., you can meet 
the USA Figure Skating at Skate in the Park at Acacia Park. Um, you can see some of their athletes, and you get a dollar off if you mention that you're there for the Skate in the Park from 4 to 6 this Saturday. And then come back on Sunday, January 8th from 1 to 3 p.m. and get your skate on with the Colorado College Tigers hockey team. <laughs> Go CZ Tigers. Down there. <laughs> right, exactly. And definitely wear your Tigers gear if you've got it. It'll, it'll get some good photo ops with the guys. And and I think this might be a bye weekend for them. All right, TJ, give me a thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah, I'm getting a thumbs up. So if it's a bye weekend for them, uh, definitely go out there, maybe challenge them a bit. You know, keep them in, you know, fighting shape because you don't want them to slack off while they have a little bit, a few days off from competition. So we'll keep them ready for uh, their next big game, which uh, KRDO News Radio will be broadcasting as we do since we are the uh, broadcast partners of the CC Tigers hockey. All right, we'll carry some. And thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Uh, what would you, just in this final 30 seconds, like to say to the listeners about shopping and visiting downtown? I just want to thank everyone for keeping downtown in mind as they're looking for that perfect gift and perfect experience. You know, now we're through the, the major gifting season, but uh, we hope you had a great time when you were down here shopping and definitely come back um, if you need that holiday outfit for Valentine's Day or you're looking for a, a, a date night or you're just looking for a great place to have a great meal, we definitely have all of that. We've got the largest concentration of independent restaurants in southern Colorado. So come on down and find something great to eat um, in our little one square mile area of downtown and we can't wait to host you again. Well, it was a magical holiday season, and thanks to Downtown Partnership for continuing to make it so. We appreciate it, Carrie. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day. Definitely. And to our listeners, thank you for joining in this hour of conversation. Join us again tomorrow for the extra 9 to 10 a.m. Tom Martino is up after the top of the hour. You're listening to KRDO News Radio.